Hey guys, it's Dan here, and I just want to let you guys know that we have a brand new Patreon for any one of you guys to support us in any way you can. We have tiers that $1, $5, $10, $20 level. And honestly, we all love doing what we do. We promise to never make our podcast hide behind a paywall. But if you want to get your podcast ad-free, so basically you want to not hear this before every show, go ahead and go on to patreon.com slash ngpproductions and see if there's a tier that you like. And yes, there's Discord benefits. So please check it out. Previously on New Game Plus... (laughs) Okay, so now, since we're going to go on specific games, I guess I can go to one, too, now. Then. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I, I probably mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but I... Maybe maybe not just a specific game, but this, this genre in general. I wish, I really wish I could just get into MMOs. One year later. Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Daniel, and... I'm currently addicted to Final Fantasy XIV. Well, 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 has mighty <laughs> have fallen. Yes. Hey everybody, it's New Game Plus, your pixel-perfect podcast for all things gaming. I'm your host, Dan, and currently in the hot seat. And I'm your co-host, Antonio, and joining us today is... Hi, I'm an Aki UA, a.k.a. Ashley. And, yeah, so... You guys have probably heard about it if you've been listening to Patch Notes for the last couple of months, but... I am officially caught up with all the main story content and all the raid content, all the trials content available in Final Fantasy XIV. Mister, I can't get into MMOs. I don't see the appeal of Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, the phone there. I said I do see the appeal. I just, it just never clicked with me. Look, man, <laughs> it's all right. You can admit it. It's a good game. Yeah. I never argued that it wasn't. <laughs> I, I, would say, I would say pull up the receipts, but uh, don't actually. I'm pretty right, sure. Pull up the receipts. The yeah. attempts. The many attempts I had asked you to come play this game with me. You had turned it down every time. Oh, about, let's say, about almost 20 ish times. 20? 20 ish. I just got to ask you straight up, man. Like, like, what happened? Like, like, what, what made you finally give this like a full shot again? Okay, so it's a combination of two things, and the first one makes sense, and the second one I'm a little embarrassed by. All right, so I'll start for the one that makes sense. Um, okay. With the announcement with the 5.3 patch that they were gonna be basically streamlining the ARR story mode, a uh, story quest line to make it a lot more easier for people to get through and by, you know, removing uh, quests and making and overall, like improving the experiences. I think also get added some more like uh experience bus for new players, I think. 
Yeah, I, I want to say, and, and Ashley, feel free to uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, they, I, they didn't have the number of quests, but I want to say they got rid of like a good, like almost 30 or 50. Yeah, like 30 to 50. I was, I was going to say it's a, it's a good chunk of double digits of quests that were honestly f- from like you and me, we remember the original post 2.0 storyline of like just the most asinine fetch quest. And just like you, you tell anybody from the original days, just sniff the chocobo. You remember, right? You remember that quest? I didn't think that was taken out when I started because I came in towards the end of Heaven Sword, but I don't remember sniffing any chocobo. I just remember going from one fetch quest to another to another to can I just get on with the story? On, like, on, yeah, and and they might have been doing a little bit of of trimming, but I'm like honestly, I wouldn't blame you if it kind of glossed over too, because there was just so much filler. Like it was literally a filler arc. Some of these side quests, um, and not even just, uh, not even just post game, like post two point stuff. There was stuff in the middle. The most notorious hump, and this one, I I know you can, you probably experienced, Daniel. You probably didn't was specifically the wind up to fighting titan the first time oh yeah there was a there was like three or four different fetch quests that they make you do to prove your worth so that <laughs> we know that you're ready because we can't risk any more people falling to titan except it just was such a slog and to this day that is like the one that is the closest i had come to quitting the game while I was playing it. And uh, so there was that. And the second reason was because uh, Ashley m- kind of made me watch Final Fantasy Dead of Light. Oh. That's what broke him. That. Oh, Dead of I, Light is what broke him. I never said it was going to make sense. <laughs> you, you're right. And here's the thing. It actually does make sense. For those of you who don't know, so Dad of Light is a Japanese drama, Japanese real-life drama, that is based off of the real-life experiences of two particular people, one of, you know, a father and a son. And the son uses Final Fantasy XIV as a way to connect with his dad because he gets his dad into the game, and then, you know, he's already in the game, and they kind of go about experience to, is together like they go about experiences together and quests and whatnot but the big thing is is the dad doesn't know that the person helping him out is his son mm-hmm. so he vents a lot and he he gets to know more about his father and his father opens up in ways that he never expected and it's it's really really cute really really wholesome and uh it actually and, honestly kind of hurts because the actor who played or the 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 I, I believe and, and again keep me honest the actor who played the dad and dad of light passed away about yes, a year or two ago yeah. and the player who originally had the story based off of him passed away passed. due to yeah. covid i think i think so uh those are both, those are both facts i checked those out uh, recently too um yeah, so for some reason that show kind of made me want to go. You know what? I'll give it one last try. Um, I, I I'll wait for five point three patch to drop so that I can experience the streamlined version. Ashley offered to literally pay for my sub, which I am. Nice. 
You and do pay for his sub. <laughs> yes, she can. She can. I can. I can never use that argument with her. <laughs> you don't pay for my sub, bitch. Let me try me. I can cancel it anytime. <laughs> nice. And so, so started the adventures of Alan Dischain on Mateus. Not, not on a man choice. No, unfortunately no. not. Um, I did. I did. I, I went with the same server as uh, Ashley. And that Fair started enough. off in mid, like late August, and here we are in January of 2021. And I'm ready to be with you guys, excited for the next patch announcement and the next expansion announcement. And now Y'all, I get it. You blitzed through the story in the span of four or five months, six. Ask, months? ask Ashley. She was actually kind of impressed with how much I was, how fast I was like going through it. Honestly, okay, so yeah. when 5.3 dropped. That's when we got everything set up for him. And it was like, what, back in August, I believe that's when the Late August dropped? Yeah. yeah. And so around August. He started in August. It's already January. He just finished 5.4. And just to give some stats about it, uh, I have one, two, three, four, five f- eight, level 80 cl- uh, jobs already. Nice. Are they all uh, like combat jobs or have you, have you dipped into crafting at all? I just started dipping into crafting and have something to do. So I <laughs> I I aided my monk my main is a monk, which I aided like I, I got the eighty in like right in the end at the end of like uh no not even at the end, like right in the middle of uh Stormblood content. Mm. Uh then I switched over to my gunbreaker, then I switched over then I then I aided that, then I switched to Astro Astro, which I aided that aided that and I finished off uh uh, heaven, uh, Shadowbringers with my red page. Nice. So you kind of so, got a taste of like many different jobs, like the range jobs, the healers, mm-hmm. the tanks. So I know yeah. you said that you're, you're like your main class is monk. Is that your main class now still? I would say so. I, I, it's weird to say because um, <laughs> here's the funny thing. I, I, I loved playing as monk and I especially loved the fact that I, even after the rework with the 5.4, I loved it. Love the changes they made with it, mm-hmm. but after I I leveled eight, I got to eighty with monk. I just like Ashley told me like, well, if you're gonna be, you're still in the middle of like, you still have the whole extension to do, so you might as well uh, take over a new class and then learn from there because you just that's just wasted XP. Which yeah, she had a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the one I picked up uh, Astro first. Oh, you and, picked up a healer first. I and I, and apparently according to Ashley, I picked up one of the more like complex healers to learn. Yeah, Astro, I would argue, is probably the most complex just because of, you know, remembering cards and, mm-hmm. you know, setting things up. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a very setup-heavy class, whereas, like, White Mage is essentially Black Mage with, with heals. Mm-hmm. And Scholar is kind of set it and forget it, but not really. And then, as Ashley, like, she was actually also in kind of impressed with how fast I was able to pick it up. Mm-hmm. You literally picked up every single hard class. His tank is Gunbreaker. You picked up Monk, which is I know is one of the toughest uh, DPS learning because currently I'm trying to learn it. And yeah, with positionals and yeah. Yep. So I, I, I and here's the thing: like I wasn't trying to give it difficult. I just thought they looked cool. I, mean, I didn't know I didn't have this baggage about them. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they had this baggage about it, but um, that's when, and after switching the healer, like, I think what spoiled me with that was uh, the short queue. Yeah, oh, healer healer and tank queue is a godsend. <laughs> once, you, once you get that first healer and tank queue, you're like, you know, I may not always be a healer or a tank main, but boy, howdy, when I really want to do content fast, 
let me just let me just go yeah so i guess i consider myself a monk main but i i found myself playing a healer or tank more often just because mm -hmm. i'm i'm impatient isn't that and what like, you started with at the beginning of when you first tried to play Final Fantasy a few times and that just turned you away? It was. Uh, the first time I tried to play, I tried to play as a healer at first and um, it was, it was like, and I didn't even get to like 30 with Conjurer. So I guess it was, I this wasn't, it wasn't clicking me. Maybe it was just not the funnest thing to be for your first MMO experience. I wouldn't recommend it. I, uh, I will then, say there's, there's something to be said to start. Uh, an MMO either as a healer or a tank completely fresh where you're mm -hmm. doing dungeons that are new to you but old uh, old to other people and they have this like ingrained expectation of how all of the dungeons go but because mm -hmm. you know a more I will argue vital role is new it, there's a, there's a little bit of pressure there and it can get really mm -hmm. intimidating oh it, actually I never even got to my first dungeon when I first tried it oh I I, I quit like that early Oh wow! So you didn't even get to your first dungeon. No, I I quit way before that. Man, uh, you know it, it's it's all right though. It's it's completely understandable, especially with like healer pressure and whatnot. Uh, that's honestly why I play a DPS. That's I I main black mage myself uh, because it's it's I like casters and whatnot, but also because whenever I joined a dungeon and it was new, there was never that expectation thrown on me of like you better know how to heal you better know how to tank this dungeon and i've noticed that honestly even like especially with earlier content now people are a lot more friendly when it comes to somebody like somebody new joining in especially if it's story content so yeah i want to like jump on that like my experience with every dungeon like up until now like has been 19 out of 10 very positive like when i first started and every new dungeon i went to like the first thing i would type in chat was hey hi i'm new here and they'd be like hey um no problem this, this is relatively easy to stick the, the mechanics are they explain the mechanics to me just tell me what the basics is to do they even explained to me the idea of positionals when they were first time with monk so I, that's something that kind of kept me going with the game was how, like just how welcoming and willing to teach most people on 14 are and uh, from I like from my experience, I'm hearing from other communities with other MMOs. Like that's kind of a rare thing. Yeah, you still have your people who are really elitist and salty. Especially, I'm I'm guessing you started to see more of the negative experience as you got closer and closer to current content. Yeah, a little it, bit. Yeah, that's that's kind of that pattern. Is you know you hit max level, and then everybody once you start getting you know put in with people that are max level and like all geared out and everything that it can kind of skew a little more towards negative but even then it's not like it's not enough of a ratio for it to be something that to be afraid to ruin my, to, to sour my like view on it no yeah because like at, at worst you just be quiet you do your thing and if somebody rage quits and leaves you just refill the dungeon exactly. you find somebody new and then you just continue on yeah, like uh, my first experience with 14, I remember I was, I played Dragoon. I started as Dragoon because that's my main class. Mm. And basically, when I was starting, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just it. And Heaven Sword, and people had that mindset of, you need to do these classes. You need to do this rotation, right? Quit spamming Rain of Thorns. Press in peace, Rain of Thorns. You were the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. um, and I had that one player basically pull me to the side, like, hey, let me help you. Let me teach you how to play this class properly. 
instead of people just being assholes and not even telling me what to do. Yeah, just saying, you're doing it wrong. Do it better. How? Mm -hmm. Do it better. It's like, yeah. That doesn't help me. Yeah, exactly. I, I, even I had that where somebody was like, hey, you know, I know this is your strongest spell, but the way that you should be using this rotation is actually like this. And I was like, oh, this makes more sense. Mm. But you know, some new players aren't like that either. Like Dan and I went to the um, burn. The, yeah, mm. the burn. Yeah, the and burn. And we had a healer who basically would not stay in AoEs or would not get out of their AoEs. So we know the Mist Dragon is the ultimate party wipe of you doing about 20 times till you finally get it right. Oh, so yeah. We were trying to help this healer. We were trying to give him advice, and she took it as a personal attack. And mm. the entire time, she was just screaming, like, I don't have 80 classes like you do. I don't have this. I don't know. I'm just trying to get it done because I hate this dungeon. It's like, okay, cool. But you need to do the mechanics properly. And finally, she gave me an attitude, and I finally had to say, I'm like, if this is how you take people helping you, I'd be afraid to see what the opposite is. Yeah. Like, it, it really does go both ways. That was, like, probably my first real experience with, like, just a really toxic player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's not just people that are teaching you. Or it's, it's, not the peop- it's not just your senpais. It's your kohais mm-hmm. that can yeah. also be a little, you know, salty and a little... Yeah. It, it's more of a, you know, it, it displays more on the person than it does their, you know their level or their rank or that type of player. But that's one experience out of like, I, from my imagine that like nearly a thousand experiences I've had. So again, I, I like that. I like those, that ratio. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything so, else you guys want to ask me? <laughs> so now that you're caught up with content, I have to ask, you know, obviously Roman born, great start. Heaven's word, really, really gripping mm-hmm. story. Stormblood, pretty heckin' cool war story. Not my favorite. I'll, it's easily the best expansion because uh i was enjoying my time with 14 from like after heaven's word like oh yeah i really like this but will i be playing this forever like and then can i call this my favorite game like then it was shadow Banks i made me think oh this is probably not one of my favorite yeah. games of all time. we're gonna keep this spoiler <laughs> free by really the good. way just to just to let our audience know we're gonna mm-hmm. we'll we'll graze away from anything specific mm-hmm but yeah i i completely agree the story is really gripping uh the ost really really fun easily it's everything about it Mm -hmm. not to say that the other expansions were you know bad in any way Mm -hmm. they were they've all been really really good at you know introducing their own individual story beats and then post the main expansion setting up the next story and it's it's actually really really fun seeing the current content and seeing how it's setting up for the next expansion yeah, now I can actually I can pay attention to that stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, question. Yeah. Out of all uh, four expansions that are out, which one is your favorite? Like, how would you rank it one through four? Mm-hmm. So, with one being the lowest, four being the highest. No, one being the oh. highest and four being the lowest. Okay, yeah. if I had to rank it, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Arr, Stormblood, Heaven's Ward, and Shadowbringers being the top. Mm. I that's actually my exact list too. And I'm also I'm probably like I have like the bias because again I got the experience ARR with the uh streamlining. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even then, it's it's still it's still very understandable. Mm-hmm. 
so obviously there's there's more content than just the you know just the the main story there's also your your eight person trials your you got your special like extra extra primals to deal with like the warring triad the the four Mm -hmm. four beasts and stuff like that out of all of those particular ones specifically the one trial which one is your favorite Ooh, and this this doesn't include the story trials not including the story trials the ones that are like the kind of extra content Okay, the ones that's extra content. If I had to pick one that I really enjoyed, it would probably be... I want to say... I really did enjoy the Biako fight. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really fun. I love the transformation um, music I really liked. Uh, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't expecting like such a fun trial from a side quest. Mm-hmm. You were expecting just like, oh, it'll just be like, you know, your standard whatever mechanics and everything will be mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But then you get in there and you're like, oh, this is way different than I expected. Mm-hmm. So now moving on to the 24 man raids. Oh, out of all of the storylines, which one's your favorite and why is it the near one? <laughs> I have a little I don't what? know if I, I can know. say what? the near one because <laughs> one, like it's not done. I mean, you're right, but still, Yokotaro though. I get that, I'm a, but I'm, I'm okay. Uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be a little weird. I just this might be a hot, a hot take, but I can't say I'm fully sold on the near raids yet. Fair enough. Mm. It's mainly because I don't know what the fuck is happening. I mean, that's the fun of it? Question mark. Kind of is it? I don't know. <laughs> Look, just, honestly, I've I've kind of turned my brain off. I'm just here for the ride, and yeah, you're and... you're there for the visual, like the nice callbacks in the music. Which is, don't get me wrong, it's fucking stellar. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to fight Yokotaro at the end. That's it. That's all I want to do. That's probably what's gonna happen. Be but... head or bus. Um, yeah. here's the th- if there's one thing I will like say about the tw- Alliance Rage is that other than obviously Crystal Towers. Which had a huge like impact on the plot as we went along. <laughs> Anyone who's played Shadowbringers can attest. Mm-hmm. I always felt like there wasn't anything really tying it to the main story. I wish there was more of that. Like, I'll be honest, I don't remember a thing about the uh, Evil East raids. I absolutely agree. I've played them once, and that was it. <laughs> I've been I've really story out three times, and I'm still like me. I, Which I sucks because I kind of like I love the I, I love the story of uh, tactics, but I just don't remember crap about this one. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is not all the content has to be for one particular person. It's like you can you can do it because of you know you want you want the shiny things or just because you want the clears to say you've done it once. You could be really into that particular kind of story because that's something that fourteen really shines in mm-hmm. is having you know callbacks to other final fantasies and not like haha you know teehee we put tactics in in your in your 14 it's we've set up a situation extremely similar to tactics and but we've woven it into the actual story of the world that being said after going like remembering the the, the small parts of uh, the evil raids i do remember 
I do feel like there's a lot of threads in there that they could easily pick up with this next expansion. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely no stranger to like having those threads dangle for a while because we saw how long it took for like the Crystal Tower to pay off mm-hmm. in Shadowbringers. And- and the Void Arc one was was linked to a random dungeon boss. I never mm. I was not expecting that. Yeah, and that one might even come back later, from from what I've been seeing, like you know theory crafts and whatnot in, mm-hmm. in from the from the new expansion or from the new potential expansion. But either way, it's it's definitely don't don't count those old storylines out because you'll never know when they're gonna come back to rear their head. But as for like like learning how to work in a big ass group, like I was actually. That was probably the thing I was most intimidated by was these big 24-man raids. But again, for the most part, like you say you're new and then everyone suddenly treats you with like, it suddenly becomes your like teacher. And I love that about it. And I never, aside from like the first time I went through World of Darkness, where I just had an unfortunate case of like having a bunch of other new people with me, where it got to the point where everyone's like, we were kind of wiping a lot. Oh, World of, World of Darkness is a is out of out of the original crystal tower storyline i feel like that one's the one where like a lot of stuff goes wrong very fast yes and yeah. as Ashley, it did yeah yeah i took him in me- for the first time and oh my god yeah me- meanwhile circus tower is literally just like just just follow the group you just follow the group push keys honestly just look like you're doing something you're, you're fine you're you're okay yeah that was like boy did that there's like a difference of like expectation from those two uh encounters yeah it is it is such an it is such an like enlightening feeling though when you and this group of like eight other randoms along with your other two alliances just it they don't even need to be perfect but just clicking together and just getting the content done and then looking back and realizing that yeah you and 23 other people did this mhm so um yeah uh there was that one anything else you guys want anything you guys really doesn't want to get my opinion on who's your favorite character that is he stola tell me she's stola not really i mean she's great and all um if i had to give it like a favorite character npc i'm gonna have to give it to probably i I, maybe it's a recency bias but i think i have to give to alice fair she has um, some really good character development. The, the the character development she had after like near the end of Stormblood, like going into Shadowbringers, I thought was really interesting. It was really engaging. Um, some other highlights I want to give out there. Um, I my heart broke with Moonbreda Moonbreda. Mm-hmm. That I thought that was unfair that what they did to me for that. Yeah, and I am a little bit resentful of Square Enix for that. Honestly, though, uh, you have you have to give them credit. They they were they're courageous enough to go certain routes with their storylines and not be afraid of they got lord, the audacity. yeah uh, lord Heen, bro for life mm-hmm. i love that mitsurugi looking motherfucker he oh my god he and he and for soul caliber let's go yeah and um one last thing i just want to say about an npc um a smile suited him better oh, oh. Fuck you fuck, fuck you. you fuck you dan <laughs> <laughs> okay, so overall favorite uh, male NPC since you pulled out male NPC. Up- okay, um, favorite male NPC I think has to go to. Mm, 
I don't know why I'm suddenly blanking on his name, but um, <sighs> Shakespeare guy. It's not, why am I blanking his name all of a sudden? Oh, no, Einstein. Not... So what? What is your? What is your? What's your species? By the way, I went. I went with a uh, Highlander. Oh, Highlander here. Uh, okay. Big lad. Uh, what, uh, side Look like dig digress. So. One of my first experiences uh, I had as I was going along with the game, this was like maybe like a couple of weeks into the game, uh, I got hit on for the first time in game. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, um, was it in Limsa Lominsa? No, it was Nilda. Oh, okay. You know, second second best place. Fair. Mm -hmm. That's where I said. Well, that's where I first started. So that's kind of like where I was kind of oh, attached to. So. I was on the mm -hmm. steps. I think I was waiting for Ashley for something. I think it was um, when suddenly, and my my character basically looks, and I, my friends confirmed this, radiates pure dad energy. I'm mm -hmm. pulling up a screenshot right now. And some random cat boy comes in, starts circling around me, does some random emotes, and I'm not really paying attention to them at the time. I didn't know what they were doing, and then. He sent this to me because I didn't want. I don't want to say put this on the podcast. I'm I'm scared. <laughs> oh oh! I know oh. I know exactly what it is. Mm. Bastard! He got that experience. Uh, yeah, I'm not reading that. Uh, just just for our 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 viewers, uh, it's not safe for work. Wildly inappropriate. And uh, I didn't know how to take that, so I immediately just teleported. <laughs> and I'm gone. Thanks. Bye. That is, that I, is the proper I, response. I think I immediately called Ash and was like, did... Oh, my God. They were there. Oh, no. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's fine. Ignore. It's, ignore. Ignore. It's fine. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh God ignore. Uh, okay. It's behind the scenes. Um, I, I, I posted this in our recording Discord, and I forgot other cast members can see this. <laughs> Literally, we have, we have several other people in the Discord right now just being <laughs> like, why the hell did you type this? <laughs> it, was <for> the, <laughs> it was for the episode, I swear. I swear. <laughs> You you have some explaining to do after the maybe maybe we should maybe we should wrap this up. What do you say? Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Oh. Um, any last second questions you want to ask me before I can never I can never. Oh my god! I can never face them in, again. In a nutshell, though, in a nutshell, are you are you glad you started this game now when you did? Honestly, yes, I am. I am very happy that I started this game, and I'm gonna be forever thankful for Ashley for offering to play myself and for really just being my guiding force in this game. Mm -hmm. Um, god damn it. Um, and I for one thing, like I I got to experience like why so many people absolutely adore this game and will fall, make you feel like you're part of a community. Mm -hmm. Now you I can, can I, I just look forward to like sharing this with you guys, especially with you guys, because I know you guys play it regularly and you guys are really fans too. So I can now be a part of that. Hell yeah! And like I'm I'm personally on and off myself because I'm busy with a lot of a lot of things. Well, I mean, but, you're also caught up. So yeah, exactly. And and that's the main thing, right? I be, I believe Yoshi P's gone on record stating like you don't have to like have this be your one and only game. You can you can stop. You can take breaks and just do content when it comes out and. Like, mm -hmm. don't ever feel pressured. Like, you have to keep, you know, grinding everything and get the best gear and, unless you want to. 
Also, I posted a picture of Dan's character. Um, but yeah, like I have about five different characters, and I am currently focusing on another because I'm literally almost 80 on my main, and that burns you out. It legit it burns you out. <laughs> yeah, I don't see myself getting starting alternate characters or anything like that. I can see myself picking up new jobs for the hell of it to, you know, like the I still got the crafting and gathering to do. Um, I don't really have an interest in savage content at the moment because I really don't want to put myself through that stress. Yeah. Especially when you have to hear me screaming about it every time. Yeah. Cause I hear what it, Ashley goes. It's great when you can find a group to like, just do casual progression with, but like mm. I, I, it's also too much pressure for, for someone like me, despite people, telling me like oh you you'd have fun or like it's you know just expect to die and it's fine i'm like i don't know man i don't know see i had so. to get on my for the savage stuff and i literally have a bunch of savage raiders who have taught me everything they know and if i fuck up they tell me i fuck up or they'll be like okay let's adjust you and put you into this spot because i'll tell you right now the new uh tier savage things i did the first i did e1s and e2s as the nicknames are called and E2S, hmm. I hated so much because of one of the positions that requires you to do this crazy-ass mechanic where you have to go in and out, or you have to do this one where you're basically memorizing. And if you don't memorize that entire mechanic, you basically get wiped. Yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, it's a little, little too much pressure for me. But again, all of that is, it's there if you want to. And I'm mm -hmm. glad that there's content for the higher level Mm -hmm. players or like you know higher more more serious raiders because it's always it's always fun watching clear videos and stuff but you know just like with crafting or multi-classing and whatnot it's it's more of an option more than anything mm -hmm. the, the point is there are many ways for you to have fun in the world of aorzia and beyond and i'm just glad to say man welcome in welcome into the community I think I can safely say if you find yourself thinking like you can't get into MMOs, this is probably the best one to give yourself that real shot. Yeah, Dan. Yes. Okay. Give, keep, I, yeah, sure. Dan. Yeah, Dan. Yeah, yeah, Dan. Well, on that note, let's go <laughs> ahead and uh, <laughs> let's do our, let's go ahead and just wrap it up and give our socials. So, Antonio, where can people find more of you? You can find me streaming at twitch.tv slash AKL Trifecta. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter and Facebook, also AKL Trifecta. And I have an up-and-coming YouTube channel that I've launched recently. Um, I'll give you the link to that below. Yep. Uh, Ashley? And you can find me overall at twitch.tv slash AKAKUA. That's not the real title. Yeah, no. It's uh, twitch.tv slash AKUA. You can also find me on Twitter with a uh, twitter.com slash akua or you can find me with daniel with gm hina on fridays mm -hmm. and you can find myself on twitch.tv slash the perpetual player one and on um uh twitter at perpetual player and guys do not forget to also follow the official ngp network accounts it's ngp productions on twitter instagram facebook and guys also i want to remind you that you can listen to this episode ad free on patreon.com slash ngp productions where you can find all different tiers and yes there are discord benefits and while you're there also join our discord we actually have a discord guys it's we would love to have you guys and talk to us about just about anything all the shows there uh, all the cast members are there for every one of our podcasts so check it out and talk to us we we, we, we don't worry we're not as uh, unapproachable as we you guys think we are mm -hmm. 
No, they are. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Shut up. They're never gonna be on the. You're never gonna be on the show again. He said, "We'll see you next time. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see you during the next like live event for 14." Bye, guys. Okay, so again, guys, um, as always, if you like what we do, please leave us a rating, a comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to our podcast. And as always, stay safe, stay indoors, wear your mask, and until the next episode, this is New Game Plus. Bye, everybody. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.